What are you doing in your chair? Gordano! Gordano! Uh, and uh, you look dreadful. Well, what's happened to you? Have you been in a hedge backwards? Mm. Did you enjoy it? <laughs> mm. uh, listeners, uh, welcome to the podcast. Yes, willkommen. And uh, bienvenue. That's good. Uh, that was lovely. And uh, we will um, speak to you at the end, and the bit in between is the stuff. Ni hao! <laughs> There's another one. Yes. Oh, oh. I'm trying to think of other ways of saying it. Other ways of saying hello? Hey there, buddy! <laughs> and likewise. So, listeners... Uh, be prepared. Yes, you have been warned. The headlines tonight. What's Tom up to, Tom? In outrageous revelation. An American life is dug up and spread all over your ears. If the horoscopes tell you to burn down an heirloom, then you'd better do so, says top scientist. It's events week in the ten parishes. Don't go out without an event. As election fever grips the nation, the electorate is dismayed as Cameron and Miliband fail to promise the removal of sorry not in service from the airwaves. Low thieves there who are now gone, but what's this that's just crested a wave that's gonna crush your house? That's right, it's sorry, not in my name. And uh, this week on Sorry, Not in My Name, we're going to be discussing the war on terror. <laughs> war on terror, not in my name. Crikey. Good evening, listeners. Uh, this is um, Sorry, Not In Service, masquerading as Sorry, Not In My Name. Uh, my name's Simon, sat um, rigidly to the right, and William on the far left, slackly, yes. sat over here. That's mm, right. And delicious. We're here to keep you some company for the next yes. hour and 50 minutes. All your lonesome people out there keeping your company in the long, dark night. Um... Although, of course, the clocks have gone back. So, in many respects, it's not quite as dark a night as it was. What happened to you, Simon, when you lost an hour? What happened to me when I lost an hour? When you lost an hour, did you scream? Did you curse the heavens? Mm. No, 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 no. I just felt more tired than normal. Really? More tired? Yes. Is that it? Yes, I mean, that's it. Yeah, that's it. I woke up an hour earlier than normal. I very cleverly decided the sensible thing to do is to try and drink through that hour. <laughs> Drink the hour away. Just drink the pain away, yes. as Peaches once said. Um, I'll tell you something that Peaches didn't ever say. That's she's learning to fly. But Pink Floyd did. Was, uh, the sound of Pink Floyd learning to fly. <laughs> was it really? Inexpertly. Yeah, I was going to say. <laughs> as uh, they are prone to. Yeah, 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 yeah. 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 As far yeah. as I'm aware, they're still using the aeroplanes. So <laughs> clearly, 
uh, it didn't work. Um, William, <laughs> still use not, not learning to fly in the sense of just levitation, Simon. And that's what I assumed you meant, that they were busy twanging their guitar strings in an effort to, to, to sort of to vibrate levitate. themselves into the air. What? I don't like, know. I like don't... an ant on a flying carpet designed by science? Yes, that's how I envisioned it. That's what you think of Roger Waters? Just a test subject every day of the week sir uh, speaking of every day of the week sir uh, what have you <laughs> how's your every day of this week and the previous week been my dearest William my genuine your dearest William you're probably my third favourite William oh I sense a list listeners <laughs> we shall be unstitching this fellow later like a pillow about to dispense its feathers <laughs> that's right or a patient after a botched operation <laughs> so what have I <laughs> yes, sir. I've been up to a few things, you know, hither and thither. Yeah. Uh, Thunder and yon. Um, uh, an odd little thing happened to me the other night. I had to rush out of work very, very quickly because I had to get to a dentist appointment. Mm. Dentist Ooh, appointment. Yes. Okay. Yeah, like a modern man, not the caveman I normally behave like, or the uh, the the Tom Hanks in the Castaway that I normally behave like. And because uh, I've got quite a lot of things that are going to be done to my face with metal, right? Mm. Didn't actually know what I was in there for because it just jabbed me in the face and went just started going at me with all these pieces of equipment, and so I didn't know whether I was supposed to be like kind of expressing concern on my face that two people were looking at very like studiously or kind of like thanks and relief, <laughs> and so I just found myself kind of just I, I wouldn't say I wouldn't say coquettishly but certainly like kind of <laughs> kind of just like opening your eyes slightly, you know, not flicking an eyebrow, but doing a similar thing with your eyelids. What's the noise that would accompany that? Hmm. 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 Sort of... <laughs> <laughs> oh, I see. Hmm. Yeah. Well, so, he's, well, he's busy jamming metal in my face. Do we know why he was jabbing metal in your face? Apparently it's fillings. That was, that's a filling, is it? That's a filling. It's jabbing metal in your face. Well, I didn't mm. know what he was up to, because mm. I've kind of got a load of stuff that's going to be going on in my face at some point. I say, I say, what an extraordinary amount of things are going to be going on in your face. Well, crikey, William. And he's wearing a welding mask. Yes, but your teeth are incredible. Yeah, I mean, they're made of pig iron. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, and pig pork. iron. Simon, hmm. what have you done? Um, William, I've had an extraordinary event going on uh, in, um, in my car. Yeah. In your car? Yes. Honk, honk, beep, 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 beep. It's like a mobile home. Yes, that's right. <laughs> that's right. Uh, but, but more compact. Yes. Um, and, um, yeah, no, you know my car, the rear windscreen washer fluid. I've had issues with it in the past. Yeah. Namely, that it shoots out at a uh, sort of horizontal it, it enjoys angle. the feel of uh, open air all around it, doesn't it? Yeah, it doesn't go near the windscreen, does it? It just no. fires off. <laughs> no. I mean, what, it, what it mainly is is a kind of Mario Kart weapon. <laughs> I remember finding out that it does this when I was parked in front of William's car. Yeah, turned the windscreen washer fluid on and it fired into onto his bonnet. Yes, and, I was um, delighted. I finally got around to uh, fixing it. Well um, done. And what I did, well, it was very clever. It's got like oh. a sort of like a little nubbin on the top of the roof there that the the, the, the fluid is meant to shoot yep. out of yep. onto the onto the, uh, the rear windscreen. Yeah. I, I put some sealant over it Ooh. so that the water would shoot out at its normal angle, yeah, you know, the wrong angle, hit the sealant, and then slide down the windscreen. Right. Okay. Very clever. Very shrewd, listeners. I'm sure you're all agreeing with this. Mm. Um, and it worked. Yeah. Okay. okay. This, this isn't my anecdote. 
Okay, right, sorry. Yeah, there's more to it. There's more coming. You're gunning for Clarkson's job. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, no, I'm not going to... No. Um, and, and the other day, listeners, I was busy uh, driving through the market town of Kruker. And uh, the sealant must have split at some point. Yeah. And, uh, I don't know like where this is going. No, I, I didn't. Uh, it's kind of split down the side. And so what happens now <laughs> is that the windscreen washer fluid flies into the sealant that I've put and then flies out at a right angle <laughs> toward the pavement. So what you've done is is essentially created a method of pranking people. Yeah, I've, I've, I've found a method of firing uh, a high-velocity windscreen washer fluid at passers-by. Very much driving a clown car right now. <laughs> oh, I've got one. I, I could fix this to it. You actually could. I could fix this to it and then douse passers by. <laughs> Get away with anything with honker. So there you go, listeners. That's literally all I've been up to for the past fortnight. Dowsing passers-by. <laughs> yes, sir. You had Honka with you. With my clown car. Lovely stuff. <laughs> Thank you. It's such an unassuming-looking car, a little early 90s Peugeot. The Peugeot 106, held together by moss and very little else. <laughs> and, very uh, little but moss. Yes. Well, I mean, that's a lovely-sounding fortnight, but is this going to be a lovely-sounding 3 minutes 33.26 <laughs> seconds? Let's all find out. Oh, I think it is. <laughs> Fact hole. Touching the Blarney Stone makes you fatter. there with their hit pop single are you receiving me and uh, now uh, XTC XTC Ex ecstasy that's right as in a lovely feeling and uh, we have got a speaking of lovely feelings William oh hello we uh, are about to unleash a, a b -b -b brand new feature a b -b 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 brand new feature that's right listeners uh, listeners we all like events don't we mm, uh, hang on hang on let me think of an event Oh, um, the Queen's Speech. Yes, I lovely, love lovely speech. event. And uh, mm. we all love the ten parishes, don't we? Oh, yes, the ten parishes. In, we're within them. Yes, that's right. We're within them. Imagine if you were to sort of meld those two things together. The events and, and the ten parishes. Provide listeners with a listing for all the upcoming events in the ten parishes. All of them. Wouldn't that be wonderful? <laughs> well, should we do that then? Uh, yeah. Ah! Why, why are you doing... Who are you? For goodness sake! What's going on? So, Milverton this week will be granted official city status following a clerical error that was upheld at the big court. Why not pop down to the erstwhile village and marvel at the 30,000% population increase? Try a mugging! Why not shout an obscenity from a car? Just ensure you do not make eye contact with anyone. And on uh, Tuesday, Manor Garage will be commencing the initial stages of its sinister Phase 2. And those of you who live in terrified humility of the unknown stronghold on the hill should attend. You should attend the event from the beginning, and it is recommended that you bring a packed lunch, a disposable plastic poncho, all your worldly wealth, all your unworldly wealth, a whistle, and a list of everyone you've ever made eye contact with. 
In Ash Brittle on Sunday, crackpot scientist Greliak Stuk will be displaying his latest inventions on his front lawn. The sort of doctor has announced that his latest patents include the super futuristic Amazing Eczema Hat, the spectacular finger trumpet, and entire pills in meal form. Wow. And uh, as residents of Brompton Ralph may be aware, there's been a real problem with feral jazz in the area. Well, as of Monday, 10 Radio will be distributing clearly labelled blue plastic bags into which you should decant any problematic jazz. Simply place the offending vinyl, tape, CD or MP3 into the bag and then rhythmically click your fingers until such a time as the jazz has left its holding pen. Seal the bag with ropes and a kiss before leaving it in the trees for collection. Why not pop down to Storley next week, as the Storlesians will be celebrating St Ron's Day. 20-foot-high effigies of Ron, the patron saint of Chutney, will be marched for the 400-mile round trip to Kettering, before being dismantled and thrown into the Garden of Wilson, this year's winner of the Parish Pecks of the Year Award. And uh, finally, the 10 Parishes Ainsley Harriet Memorial Stadium will be hosting the second bi-millennial Build Your Own Pizza competition next Saturday, starting from 10pm, and continuing until everyone in the area has reported to the stadium and constructed their own pizza. Basic toppings will be provided, so you only need to bring the items that will give your pizza the wow factor. Any pizzas found to be missing this factor will earn their creator a trip to the Hewish Champflower Miscreant Citizen Pit and retrospectively remove voting privileges from all the ancestors of this failure. The best pizza will earn its creator a shiny badge that shines even in the dark or at the bottom of the sea. And those are all the events in the 10 parishes this fortnight. dance indeed everybody uh, we did have a little boogie during that well, one you certainly did you certainly tumbled around the room is the way i describe you well you certainly tickled imaginary nipples imaginary nipples on your own uh, body simon was born without nipples <laughs> i have imaginary nipples <laughs> uh twice the fun without half the responsibility <laughs> so what responsibility do you ascribe to I don't know, I've never had them, I wouldn't know. I just assume they're hard work. Um, listeners, that was uh, a Bibio Sound Machine with Let's Dance. What? It was. No further questions, Your Honour? Uh, with Let's Dance. Um, it, listen, it's, it's not supposed to be said with a questioning intonation. <laughs> no what? further questions, Your Honour? Um, uh, speaking of which, uh, ladies and gentlemen, who wants to find out what Tom's been up to? Oh, yeah, why not? What is Tom up, up to now? Oh! Hello, Tom, you sexy, sexy man. How are you? I'm well, how are you? Good. What are you up to? I'm blocking my team. <laughs> Cleanliness is king. Goodbye, Tom. Bye-bye. What is Tom up, up to now? When I accepted this job, I was resigned to my fate. Wood comes in different lengths. Fact hold.
music there, listeners, and William. Uh, we, was we, that we, Jeffrey Lewis? It was Jeffrey Lewis. Well Ooh. spotted. Well spotted. Uh, mm. Listeners, we were just uh, enjoying a little anecdote there. Uh, remember earlier in the uh, show, mm. uh, we were discussing um, my uh, botched, botched attempts oh, to um, botched fix operation. my botched operation. <laughs> and then after that, on air, we were talking about the, my botched attempt to fix my car windscreen washer fluid. Yeah. And um, William just <laughs> William just reminded me of an anecdote. Re his attempts at sort of um, working on his car. Yeah. Well, it, uh, in all fairness, it was the air filter was one of the things you did need to fix, wasn't it? It was, yes. And I, I, re- I recounted this fact to you, didn't I? Yes, yes. Sir. Because I knew that the time that I replaced my air filter, having had a car for about four years <laughs> and never having done it, I discovered I got a massively increased uh, efficiency from it because there were less wasps. And <laughs> And I had a lot of wasps. <laughs> Your air filter was... It's full of wasps. Full of wasps. I mean, well, not full of wasps, but, like, you, you don't expect to see such a high ratio of wasp. <laughs> wasp to air filter ratio. About ten wasps. <laughs> uh, listeners, um, why don't you write in if you have uh, made any botched attempts to uh, fix you your found car? Where have you What? What's the most extraordinary place you found a wasp, listeners? Uh, please do write in. Studio at tenradio.org, or you can use the message box on the website... Where have you found wasps? This is being mooted as a... That's being mooted as a... This next song I'm going to play is being mooted as a potential replacement to the theme tune of Newsnight. Mooted as a... Mooted as a... Mooted as a... Mooted as a... This one's being mooted as a... That's being mooted as a... It's been mooted as a potential replacement to the theme tune to, um, to Blue Peter. Allegedly. 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 And the, uh, the next piece of music has been mooted as a potential replacement to the theme tune of Cash in the Attic. I used to ride a cycle of violence. <laughs> <laughs> For those of you that can't see, listeners, I'm applauding. That genuinely, did, that I, I really did used to. We, well, I used oh. to cycle down Hair Lane, very, very steep hill, uh, lots of woodlands. I used to have a big stick. I <laughs> used it to kind of attempt to joust. Well, that fun, fun little sort of play on words has kind of things. gone a little bit uh, sort of downhill. Well, ironically enough, gone downhill, isn't it? Into quite a, quite a violent and um, a, a dreadful place. Dreadful place. Yes. Speaking of dreadful places. <laughs> yes. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I think we've got to return, ladies and gentlemen, uh, to um, Great American Lives. <laughs> Why didn't he come in there? My name's Trey Munkle. Y'all ready to snuggle up under the old Star Spangle and learn about the men and women folk of the home of the brave? Settle your britches as we learn about great American lives.
Senator Bob Lips was the first living American, live or dead, to learn to play the oboe by the age of 17. He would strut about his homestead, tooting away and doing cover versions of the hits of Monty Don. If there were a greater oboist in the great state of Massachusetts, then they were pretty quiet about it. On election to the Senate, Lips made a vow. He would toot his approval to bills with a version of Nobody Does It Better, or his disdain for a bill with a feisty rendition of Oops Upside Your Head. To this day, Capitol Hill is shrouded in oboe honks as Senator Bob Lips gives his Woodwindian blessings for bills. Fully grown senators are driven to tears or bouts of unbelievable discharge at the beauty of this great American hero's legislative lilts. God bless you, Senator Bob Lips, and God bless America. story of Henry Lee, who is, of course, fictional. That's right. Um, we've been joined by an exciting person. Barry, just say hello very quickly. You don't have to do anything more. Hello, it's me, Barry. Yay! Yay! We didn't even have to press that many buttons to make him say it. No, it's incredible. Going through all the Moira Stewart stuff. Yeah. <laughs> I can't do her. <laughs> who can? <laughs> um, well... Uh, excitement reigns in the studio as Barry arrives at the window. Uh, always a pleasure to see him, and uh, very rarely a chore. Uh, William, yes, proceed with the radio programme. <laughs> My God. Yeah, I've shattered this. Yeah. Oh, lovely stuff. Everyone loves things to be shattered. Especially, Simon, the frigid nature of winter. Shattered, of course, in recent weeks. Oh, spring a rove. Spring a rove? Yeah, past tense. <laughs> Spring a rove. Spring a rove. Yes. Yes. Uh, spring has sprung. And also, I've been having an awful lot of late nights, and I've discovered a fun new way to uh, dismiss that uh, that heavy, heavy head the following morning. Oh, get yeah. over a hangover? Yes, yes. Well, Most continue, continue Doctor. Uh, doctor, I have discovered the trick mm-hmm. Mm-hmm, is driving. <laughs> Is this a 10 Radio endorsed? Um, 10 Radio uh, hereby <laughs> <laughs> endorses. The no, business no, of driving uh, on no you, I, I get the feeling you're going to have to tread pretty carefully here because, um, Why? well, I, I, as I understand it, hangover, you still have sort of a fair amount of alcohol in your body. No, 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 no I'm not stream. talking about alcohol, I'm just talking about no sleep. <laughs> oh, I see, no sleep. No That's, sleep? Yeah, well, again, I think you need to pay. Can you just bring the mics down a second? Okay, hang on. Right, yep, yep, quickly, do well, it. Completely. Yep, do it. Right. The emergency system cuts in, though. That's fine. Doesn't matter. This is an emergency. No, it's not. Quick, play, play a jingle. It's I need to speak to you. <laughs> right, okay. Rockhurst. It stands for power, it stands for authority, and it stands on your face. You can't 
get drunk from not sleeping. It's the equivalent. I just think you need to be really careful. It's the equivalent. Your reaction times when you've had not very much sleep at all are pretty much the same as when you're, you know, wasted. Yeah, but that that doesn't mean that like you're not allowed to drive when you're tired. No, but I don't think you should, and I don't think you should be telling people that you should be driving when tired. There would be signs next to the road if you weren't allowed to do that. Yes, if you're tired, pull over and have a sleep, you idiot. Oh, where have you seen a sign like that? Ten radio here, but you're giving me a. A three o three. Stop it. What happens now? Why now it's time for Magic Hour on 10 Radio. Who's the magician? It's Simon the Magician. <laughs> you shouldn't be saying it, William. You just, just leave it alone. I know you've been building up to this anecdote. But seriously, Will, believe me, I've taken my driving test more recently than you have. And I remember distinctly being told that being really sleepy is the same sort of, you know, situation as being drunk. And I don't think on the radio you should be saying that a good way to get over being really tired is to get behind the wheel of a motor car, wasp-powered or not, and, and recover that way. I really think, <laughs> I'm sorry Will, I know we said we'd support each other's anecdotes and we'd try really hard not to bomb each other, <laughs> bomb each other, um, but really I can't allow you to go any further. Well either way whilst doing this I've rediscovered <laughs> Queen. <laughs> Another good reason. Don't do it, don't do it kids, please. Well, that is potentially the noise just then of uh, the sound of somebody driving when overtired. So uh, I think we've... uh, that's that's Potentially. (laughs) It's potentially the noise of somebody in a perfectly good state of mind being driven into whilst tired. I just think we should leave leave it alone. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, 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 ruined my point. Oh, no. It's a shame, isn't it? It's just fallen off. I've got one, Will. I've got one. I've got one. I've got one. You've got one. You've got one. You've got one. You've got one. If only you could have foreseen that happening, eh? Oh, but how would I have done that? You would have listened to your horoscopes. They're coming up now. Yep, I'm off. Zodiac signs are an important part of who we are, but astrology is so much more than personality traits. The constant motion of the planets affects our lives in the boardroom, the bedroom, and everywhere in between. From St. Augustine to Russell Grant, many have tried to harness the awesome power of the Zodiac, but one man stands tall above all others and will guide you through the mystical world of this most astronomical of phenomena. Welcome to Horoscopia. Lottery this week. My condolences to your family, but at least your pain will guarantee the harvest. Taurus. Whilst the film Raging Bull is largely only connected to you by the oft-repeated simile in your CV, you will also find yourself in a prize-fighting-based scenario this week. Duck and weave, Doris. 
duck and weave. Gemini. Relish your children's laughter this week. Relish the laughter with sweet corn relish. Cancer. This is a great week for you to really turn your life around. Turn everything in your life around. Turn your cat around. What did your cat make of that? Use your cat's expression as a barometer for how turning your own life around might feel. Leo. How large a bat do you think there could realistically be in your house without you noticing? Pipistrel size? Fruit bat size? Sofa size? How well do you know your new sofa, Leo? Well enough to guarantee the safety of your giant moth collection? Virgo! Without the stresses of this week, you'd never appreciate all the wonderful things in the rest of your life. Like your cat. You love your cat. And your cat is indifferent to you. Libra. To save an awful lot of sleuthing, the stars would like to inform you that it's Virgo's cat that keeps making that awful racket. That damn tabby is going to get rehomed six feet under if you lose another night's sleep. Scorpio. Feeling tired? It's been a pretty hectic week for you. Try relaxing in a bath. Try relaxing in an empty bath. Try pretending that the bath is full of lovely warm water. Try pretending that there aren't a load of asphyxiating carp in your bath. Sagittarius. Wrath is a sin. But so is cheese under the Weight Watchers scheme. Try changing diets. You are ambivalent about cheese. And Weight Watchers has absolutely no moral stance on wrath. Capricorn. Have you ever even seen your stars, Capricorn? They don't look like anything. Your sign is a joke. And by the sureness of horoscopy, so is your life. Don't laugh. It's not a funny ha-ha joke. Aquarius. That was close. You nearly got hit by that car. At least, I think it was close. From up here, it can be difficult to judge distance. So, it may have just been a big car. Or on a cliff above you. 
Also, are you the one in the hat? Pisces. Wine gums have always been your favorite. So it makes perfect sense that on Monday, you will be overjoyed to find a special offer on packs of them. Just in time for Alan to come round. He's got a new supplier of marijuana gums. By the time Friday arrives, you will be chasing a hangover gum the size of your flipping house. Of a supernaturalist there by the Divine Comedy. And I tell you what, who is super? Yeah, that's right. I tell you what, who is super? I tell you what, who is super? I tell you what, who is super? Yeah. It's our wonderful posse, Barry Summers. Oh, yeah. Uh, let's just, uh, well, for old time's sake. Mm. Woo! Woo! Me, Barry. Yeah, that one. What a guy, what a guy. He's just told us some extraordinary news. Yeah! Uh, now, uh, listeners, uh, you'll be aware uh, that, uh, that Barry is a man. And uh, he's a, a with, got a, with, with the associated needs. Yes, with, <laughs> and he's got a, a wonderful lady chum, Kate. Kate. Uh, and um, Barry has just told us that they are making their uh, their, their, their chumness uh, official with a wedding. <gasps> with a dog, merrily on high. With a legal binding. That's right, sir. With a legal binding, a Barry legal and Kate. Binding. Well, uh, I am. Far too excited about this. You are ridiculous. I mean, I think you were more, you're more excited about this than you were about your own wedding. That's right. And indeed stopping you talking about driving when you're overtired. <laughs> so congratulations to Barry and Kate. And Barry has just confirmed uh, in person that uh, William and I are going to be page boys. Oh, so really looking forward, really to, looking forward to all of the duties yeah. that that entails. And also that uh, he's given the green light for us to broadcast live from the Excellent. wedding. Uh, we will be uh, stood next to the person who is uh, doing the ceremony and yeah. uh, we'll be uh, live broadcast from the wedding yep. of Mr. and Mrs. Ten Radio. Looking forward <laughs> Mr. and Mrs. Ten Radio. Yeah, that's right. Oh, it's going to be magic, really. Yeah, and also, amazing. exciting news listeners, you're all invited. <laughs> so, let's keep the good times coming, Will. <laughs> We're getting some um, stern looks from yeah. uh, behind the glass, because Barry's still here in the building. So, yeah, um, he's observing move, us. Moving on uh, move, swiftly. Move, move, moving swiftly on yes. uh, to, to pastures new, or alternatively, with Motorhead, we'll be marching off to war. <laughs> And William, what was that? Uh, that was Motorhead. Um, we've had an email come in. Uh, it's, uh, it's an email from Dad, our father. Ah, who aren't near Devon. Aren't near Devon. That's and be his name. Uh, and uh, thy emails come. I found a wasp on my leg this afternoon. That. <laughs> Probably somebody actually emailed in on the subject. <laughs> so, considering, that yeah. Was, yeah, yeah, okay. Yeah, I found a wasp on my leg this afternoon. I had just returned from a nectar-fueled supermarket. I know which one. Yeah, Sainsbury's. Uh, do wasps like nectar or is this all a conspiracy, Dad? No, conspiracy. Do 
Dad, dad. From dad. From dad. Uh, well, I think, well, you're perfectly placed as an employee of an Exfield supermarket. I mean, is it policy to attach wasps to customers? It's not policy, <laughs> but it is considered polite, and it's part of the mystery customer measure to ensure that you attach a wasp to the customer. Right. You can lose points if you don't. Right, okay. So thank you very much for your email, Dad, and remember, listeners, you've got 25 minutes to get in contact with your wasp stories. Wasp stories? <laughs> wasp the hell is going on? Nice. <laughs> Yo, I'm staying where we getting crazy, love. My noisy neighbors live just above me up in 138. What's that you said? Hey. Oh, look, I've got an email. It's sat there in my inbox. Let's have a read and see what it says and then do everything it instructs me to. Oh, you f***ing idiot. I'm junk mail. I'm going to screw you over. Take you for every penny you're worth, you f***ing puppet. Oh, what do you think I am, genuine? Oh, you must be f***ing joking, you dirty twats. Send us your bank details. Right, listeners, it's time for junk mail time. It's time for junk mail time. That's right. Hello. Hello. How are you doing? I'm I'm well, thank you. Enough. Uh, I think whoever says sunshine brings happiness have not danced in the rain. What? The best way to love is to meet people in a way that your feelings will be without sentiments. What? Your feelings will be without sentiment. <laughs> best way to love, without sentiment. What emotionlessly? <laughs> Apparently so, William. According right. to this email, uh, also, and also not getting attracted to looks until you have had the heart opened to a good level of understanding. To a good level, an adequate See, now, degree. That's the bit that I like about uh, this opening yeah. gambit. Is the uh, the bit where you need to open your, a heart? Yeah, I mean, it's quite clinical in the way it's worded. Until you have the heart opened to a good level of understanding. To an adequate degree. I mean, that sounds surgical to me. It does sound a little bit surgical. I mean, you've already split open a ribcage at that point. That's right. Yeah. I mean, if you're not in love with that person, by the time you split and open a ribcage, then, um, well... Um, you know a lot of horny surgeons. <clears throat> yes, sir. They do your teeth. Uh, <laughs> my name is Miss Monica. You may want to know more about me before saying a thing. <laughs> Oh. She's not even giving us the opportunity to ask for more information about her, remember. My name is Miss Monica. You may want to know more about me before saying a thing. May, might do. Let's give this a trial. Oh. Mm. Oh, a trial. Yes. I think we may get to talk. That would be we nice, wouldn't it, before we uh, commence open heart surgery? Yeah, that's um, well. And see what the feeling is all about. Who know it could be love? But sincerely speaking, I think at my age, I really want a happy life now. How old is this? Doesn't go into any details. No but remember, details. you're not allowed to say a thing. Mm. Sorry, sorry, Miss Monica. I want good friend. Mm. Not only good. Not only, not only good. I want good friend, not only good. Oh. But also my best friend to me. <coughs> I look forward to your response. I'm new here, and in this type of friendship, yours new friend, Monica. Monica! <laughs> so. Miss Monica. I would die for you, and it sounds like I will as a result of you. Need to have the fader up to hear the music, don't you? Here's the music. There's the punch. Down with the microphones, yes? Goodbye, yep. Barry, is that right? Yeah, probably. Yeah, thumbs up from Barry. Good. I hope that you're the one. If not, you are the prototype. Lance Armstrong and Louis Armstrong are twins. 
So maybe the song about bonging your dong against a gong wasn't the most sensible suggestion. <laughs> Just have interest, Simon. What did you actually want to play there? I'm, I'm, uh, I, I wanted to play Lulla Loop by Robert Wyatt. Right, that was a wildly different thing. That's quite a beautiful song, isn't it? Yeah, it's a lovely song. Yeah. But now I played um, Bonging Your Dong Against a Gong. And then we had a lovely chat with Barry. And uh, the two things are not related. But they're also... Mutually exclusive. <laughs> That's right, listeners. Now, we are about to close the show. We are saying goodbye to Barry. He's already walked out in a huff. And, yeah. uh, <laughs> well, I'm, I need you to fill while I find a thing. <laughs> exactly. What, what kind of filling do you expect? Ladies and gentlemen, we've had a great show tonight. We'll be back with you in two weeks' time on the 17th of April. Simon, what are you doing over there? Why don't you just play the filler jingle? <laughs> Songs. Well, that didn't work. No, it didn't. I what are you looking for? I'm looking for the Grand Hill theme tune. Well, it's not on there. Turn oh, radio. No, it's Rock not out. on that. Oh, no, no, that's, that's the worst one. one. <laughs> right, okay, listen. Listen, this has been Sorry Not In Service. And William, I think it's about time we found out what we've learnt. We've learnt you can't dance in swivel chairs without someone getting hurt. Uh, William uh, will let people do anything to his face so long as they look professional. Uh, we've also learned that Simon has got to mount honker on his clown car. Uh, queen or no queen, Ten Radio does not endorse the practice of driving in order to get over a bout of tiredness. And finally, we learnt that someone get marry at. Who do marry? Me, Barry. <laughs> that didn't work, did it? What's happened? I've lost the me, Barry bit. What do you mean you've lost the me? Hang on, I'm moving off the co-mic now. It's okay, Grange Hill's still going on, ladies and gentlemen. Right, now, what do you mean? No, no, it's, yeah, introduction, right there. Right. We'll do try again. that again, we'll try that again. Okay, and finally, we learnt that someone get marry at. Who do marry? On a par with Johnson Ross, I think. No, that's that. the wrong button. Say it again. Who do <laughs> marry? Me, Barry. It turned up Grange Hill. <laughs> Oh my god! Play the closing theme. I'm not feeling sultry anymore. Closing the show. We hope you've learnt your lesson. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, I know we've already said goodbye, but I think it's uh, we should apologise for the last link and the, uh, the shoddy nature of it. Uh, in truth, William and I have been um, overawed by our visitor this evening to mm -hmm. the uh, station, uh, Barry Summers, and uh, are, are, are overjoyed at the news of his upcoming nuptials. Yeah. Uh, William, is there any other mitigating circumstances to explain why it all went, um, well, as the Romans said, tits up? I'm on about two hours sleep, and I'm... Um 
some, somewhat distracted. Yes, that's right. Just for the record, yeah. William will not be driving home this evening. I think um, I quite I could probably do with a focus, and also I'd probably listen to Roy Orbison on the way back. Uh, Furthermore, uh, I've not been wearing any trousers all evening, and um, that sort of put me off my game slightly. Uh, I thought that, the radio. I thought that added a fun new dynamic to the whole thing. Sousson. A sousson, a sousson of, um, of what? Eroticism. A but, sousson uh, of eroticism. But I, I think it backfired uh, to an extent in, 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 a, in a manner uh, which culminated in uh, that last link. So once again, listeners, apologies for that, and uh, we will see you in two weeks' time. I'm not sure I apologise. Right, OK, well, let's have 20 seconds of Robert Wyatt before we turn the, mic- the music down. Lovely. Uh, we'll do... Yes. Closing the show, we hope you've learnt your lesson. <laughs> That was the show, and uh, we're uh, we've well, we've we've taken a chill pill, and uh, things are starting to get into focus a little bit more than uh, yeah. they were. Uh, Although having taken that chill pill, you do now have to drive home. Yes, I hadn't really thought about that, had I? No. Sometimes it's important to think before taking a chill pill. O- on this occasion, it's okay. Because <laughs> when you are sleepy and driving. It is better. It is better. It helped the sleepy. And also, you can play Queen loud. The bit that I missed out from that was also that I was driving through Bristol. (laughs) (laughs) Queen. Very loud Queen. Windows down. Scared a lot of people on a promenade. Simon, you've entangled uh, our wires. Yes. Are we married now? Stop tugging! Stop, stop, stop <laughs> tugging on my earstrings! Oh, I see. Not just stop tugging, Simon. This is still the podcast outro. outro. Can we do it again? No, we're done. I'm not going to do it again. <laughs> that is the podcast outro. Uh, listeners, that was the podcast. No, that and... was the podcast outro. We've already recorded an outro. Yeah, if but this... I didn't like it. We need to do another one. No, we don't. We I do, like I the do... way the last one went quiet. I... If you. If you Stalin this, I will tell the world.